Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So the Russell Wilson uh, Seattle Seahawks conversation is awkward to say the least. And uh, this is, you know, on the heels of Russell Wilson, who appeared on uh, the Dan Patrick show, heard on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates a few weeks back. And he talked about just, you know, uh, the situation in Seattle, uh, you know, uh, his unhappiness, um, you know, wanting, uh, you know, a little bit more control, um, you know, tired of uh, taking hits that came later on in the day. So he made the comments, went public. Then it came out later on in the day that he wanted even more than that. Um, Reportedly, the Seahawks weren't happy about it. Uh, they were bothered that he aired that stuff out in public. Then came a an article via The Athletic last week, uh, which we talked about, uh, you know, a lot on the show Friday, just in regards to Russell Wilson wanting more control, going in to, to see the Seahawks uh, you know, last season before a game. They basically pushed back on him. He stormed out. Uh, he was not happy. There was some frustration there, clearly. And the Seattle Seahawks released, you know, there were some quotes that came out of that article in the athletic where you know some people accuse russell wilson of trying to this is a pr stunt um, that he's trying to deflect all the blame because of how poorly he played towards the end of the year and then later on in the day of course it comes out that his agent goes to adam schefter and says you know he doesn't want to be traded away from seattle but if you were to get traded away from seattle here are the four teams he'd consider the cowboys the raiders the bears and the saints it's awkward the whole thing is awkward And you just start seeing little details that come out and you wonder how long has this been actually going on for 
b- until it finally blew up and these two sides started going public. One of the other details that came out over the past couple of days was that uh, a report says that Russell Wilson feels like Pete Carroll and Pete Carroll's sons don't answer to anybody. Right. So now we're bringing the family into it. So this has now gone from let Russ cook to they apparently are not seeing eye to eye on anything. So much so that Russell Wilson's unhappy with the relatives of Pete Carroll that are that are in the building and don't have to answer to anybody. So this is all and you're hearing different thoughts and theories as to what is going on. Albert Breer of uh, Sports Illustrated. He released an article um, earlier this morning, and in the article, he kind of points out, you know, just sort of, you know, what what it would take for Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll to get back on uh, in in good graces. You know, they have, you know, he was on board with the hiring of the offensive coordinator. Uh, he's, you know, they they need to improve the offensive line. They had an end of a year meeting, and a lot of it was about, uh, you know, Russell Wilson, um, you know. Uh, trying to figure out a way to, to finish his career strong, and, and hopefully it's there in Seattle. So that seems like it's kind of positive. But then there's other details that come out. Like they talk to one source, and uh, they're talking to a, or a league executive, rather, and they ask the league executive about a possibility of whether or not Russell Wilson is going to be traded. And one rival executive was quoted as saying, quote, it depends on whether or not John Snyder is finally fed up. All right. So why would you finally be fed up with something? Well, when it's been simmering for quite some time. You know, if you finally had enough of something, it means you've had enough for a while. You're just finally ready to act on it. And so the conversation becomes, so what's been going on there? And they allude to the fact that Russell Wilson went from very humble, somewhat awkward, a little bit uncomfortable quarterback who uh, they felt like coaches maybe coddled a little bit to celebrity. He's a star now. I mean, right after this report comes out in The Athletic last week, what happens? Russell Wilson goes on Twitter and he's got some pre-produced workout video. I mean... Does that seem like the same guy? And I'm the, that's not to, to, you know, uh, to be upset about it. It's not to criticize the guy. But this is a far cry from who we thought he was coming into the league and where he's at now. And it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. doesn't mean it's a reflection on him as a human being. It just clearly shows that there are other things at play here. And so there are some people who feel like the constant talk about Russ's legacy is wearing on people, about his, you know, uh, how he's going to be viewed is wearing on people. That, that maybe this whole it's all about Russ sort of conversation is starting to wear people out. And it just it got me thinking, and I've been thinking about it over the past couple of days. Um, the perception of Russell Wilson. Maybe we've got it all wrong. All right, and maybe there are some people that deserve an apology. All right, I'm not saying that this is the case, but maybe this is how we should view this Russell Wilson situation. Some of the recent behavior, doesn't it seem the opposite of what he's always tried to show you that he is during the time of his career? Like, he can't leave an interview without saying, go Hawks, right? I mean, that's, a, you know, go Hawks, go Hawks. That's his thing. Like, it's just, this is, I'm all about the team. All about the team. 
And it's like, okay, but then, you know, you're airing teammates out and you're, uh, you're upset with the coach and his kids and you're, you know, it's just, it feels like it's, it's, you know, more, less go Hawks and more go Russ. That, that's what it feels like to me. Just feels a little bit odd. And if you actually look back during his time in the NFL as a Seahawks quarterback, he's been pretty protected. There was uh, a report that came out several years ago. There was an article that Seth Wickersham did in which defensive players there, most notably Richard Sherman and, and the real leaders and voices in that locker room, they felt like he got unfair treatment from Pete Carroll in the sense that everybody else was held to a certain standard, but Russ, you couldn't really criticize him. And in fact, Richard Sherman was getting on Russ's case and talking trash to him in a practice one time. And Pete Carroll pulled him aside and said, hey, you know, ease up a little bit, you know, just, you know, ease up a little bit. And that culture in Seattle of the competitiveness of the, the going back and forth, that is what Seattle was all about. Brady Quinn, who's my radio wife here on Fox Sports Radio, he actually spent uh, the offseason in Seattle. The year they won the Super Bowl, he was there in the offseason. And he said he's never seen a more competitive locker room in his life. Never seen anything like it. Everything was a competition. Everything. And it was Pete Carroll and Pete Carroll's energy and constant competition between the best players on that team. Defense against offense, heavy competition. Russell Wilson uh, against Richard Sherman, competition. And it was those guys on defense that were in his ear telling him whether or not he made a bad play and whether or not he sucked. And Pete Carroll then told those guys, nah, why don't you ease up a little bit? Yeah, just ease up a little bit. So he's been pretty protected, which I think is part of the reason why maybe the Seahawks are frustrated because they feel like they went out of their way to make sure that he was comfortable in a time that maybe he wasn't comfortable and in a locker room in which he wasn't comfortable. But here's the other why, and, and, and I can't believe that this has sort of been overlooked because I really did was thinking about this a lot this weekend. If you were to consider the worst turnover in Super Bowl history – what would it be? Like if somebody asked you, hey, what's the worst turnover in the history of the Super Bowl? You might say, okay, well, you know, the, uh, the Leon let uh, Don Beebe play where he's chasing him down from behind. Okay, that's one. You know, Peyton Manning had that, that pick six in the Super Bowl uh, against the New Orleans Saints. That was a pretty bad one. Uh, you could argue, uh, you know, the, the Cam Newton fumble, which he didn't, you know, uh, uh, to some people he didn't, you know, jump on and didn't lay his body out for that fumble late in that game against the Broncos. You could say that was the worst turnover. To me, there's a clear answer. And in fact, I don't even think it's close. It's Russell Wilson's interception from the one-yard line in the Super Bowl. That's the worst turnover in the history of the Super Bowl. And he gets no blame for it. None. When you talk about that turnover, who gets the blame? Pete Carroll. Daryl Bevel. Because why would you... Why would you throw the ball there? Why didn't you give it to Marshawn Lynch? We, we don't blame the quarterback for it, who made the throw. We blame the coaches for letting the quarterback make the throw. Does that make any sense at all on any level? Does that, is that ever applicable at any time for any other quarterback in the NFL? It, it does, like any other quarterback in the NFL, nobody gets treated like that. Nobody. I don't care who it is. You throw that turnover, you throw that interception, that's on you, man. 
when Tom Brady threw the 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 clincher pick six as a as a Patriot against Clay's Tennessee Titans, did anybody say, man, how could Bill Belichick make that? I mean, what is he doing? Why would Josh McDaniels put Tom Brady in that situation near the goal? No, no, no. Brady was the guy criticized for throwing the pick six. He threw the ball. Russell Wilson gets bailed out, gets no criticism. And he's the author of the worst turnover in the history of the Super Bowl. A turnover that's the difference between the Seahawks being a Super Bowl champion to a borderline dynasty. And that was because of Russell Wilson. And he gets no blame for it. Just think about that. Where does where does that ever happen in the NFL? It never happens that way. Nobody ever looks back at Jimmy Garoppolo's bad ending in the Super Bowl and goes, man, that Kyle Shanahan, what the hell is he doing? No. They look at Jimmy Garoppolo and go, dude, what are you doing? Like, wh- why, why did you make that play? Russell Wilson, though, no blame. Just gets to, gets to stroll through. And so the point being, I wonder – If some of these guys on that defense, as mentioned by Albert Breer in the article on Sports Illustrated, he alludes to it that a lot of players really enjoyed that competitive atmosphere. They kind of took umbrage of the fact that Russell Wilson was was being treated differently than some of the other players on the team. I wonder, and and this they could probably never go public with this, but I wonder if there's a side group text. I wonder if there are conversations, and I wonder if there are discussions that are being had by players who were formerly there, guys like Richard Sherman, maybe a Marsh, other guys on that defense who are probably sitting around going, we tried to tell you. I mean, we tried to tell you. But like, nobody, nobody would listen to us. They chose Russ over all of us. We, we tried to tell you. Because think about it. Has that team ever been as good since those guys left? I mean, Russell Wilson's still there. Have they ever been as good since those guys left? Since that Super Bowl, Russell Wilson's got a losing record in the playoffs. So I just wonder, and I'm not saying this is a fact, but I just wonder if there is some resentment in the building and some resentment outside of the building from players who were there over the decision to hand the keys to the car to Russell Wilson only to have the guy air the team out in public like he did the past couple of weeks. I'm just saying, nobody's been protected like Russell Wilson. Nobody. Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis here on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage here on FSR. You can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next, we have bad news for NFL coaches. This is terrible, terrible news for NFL coaches We'll tell you what that is next here on FSR. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
old wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, one of the more underreported stories in sports, I believe, uh, got me thinking about one of the real tragedies over the past year. All right, one of the real tragedies over the past year. I say that tongue-in-cheek, but we will get into that here coming up in about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So uh, if you're just tuning into the program, um, we started out talking about 
this 17-game schedule in the NFL. And the reason I bring it up is because uh, Peter King on his Monday morning quarterback uh, column talked about uh, late last night that it looks like it's very likely that it's going to happen, that we're going to get a 17-game schedule. And it's not a surprise. We all understand that, you know, the, the 17th game is something that was basically a foregone conclusion. Players probably, you know, are not happy about it, having to play the extra game. But I do think there are going to be concessions made. They'll probably, uh, you know, maybe get rid of, uh, if not all the preseason games, which that's a conversation for another time. I think we need at least one or two. I really do. I think I, I still think it's a benefit. There's a lot of players who are, are just not even ever going to get an opportunity to get on the field if they're not playing preseason games. But again, another conversation for another time. And then they, they, they're looking at it going, okay, well, there's we've got this possibility adding a 17th game. One of the impacts uh, in this process is the fact that we could have a wild card game on Monday night, which I, I, I think would be a lot of fun for everybody. You've also got the idea that maybe there's going to be more doubleheader. And th- this is just me throwing this out there. More doubleheader Monday night games, which I think would be a, a win-win for the NFL and, and for viewers. Um we saw this a few times this past season. I thought it was a success. I thought it was a lot of fun being able to have a game that early and then one later on. Um, so, so there's that. And then they've talked about, you know, the idea of, you know, having this this wild card game on Monday nights. What that could do to impact everything. The 17th uh, game, how that would move the the season back. And so it's been sort of a breakdown on the likelihood of all this happening. And it feels like we're getting closer and closer to it being a reality that this is going to move on and and it's going to be a reality here and so it got me thinking about where this goes for people involved all right so we know that people are going to benefit from this all right the nfl is going to benefit because it's more exposure um you know people that cover the nfl like we do here at fox sports radio and other networks and whatnot that's going to benefit them because nfl is king you can be an NBA fanboy all you want, and you can try and uh, push back against it. It's a fact. NFL is king, and NFL creates content throughout the year. They were the first league to figure out we don't need to have just our season to be a year-long sport. It's why the combine was such a big deal. It's why the, the draft has been a massive success, uh, a free agency, training camp, all of it. The coverage is nonstop with the NFL. So that's everybody is going to benefit with more NFL content, more games to look at, gambling sites are going to benefit from it um you know if you're into the gambling stuff i know clay's going to benefit from it just based on all the stuff he does in regards to football and his coverage of football so this is a win for everybody the 17th game added on is going to be a win for everybody there's one group of people that it's not a win for all right there's one group of people that's looking at this going huh yeah maybe this isn't the greatest idea in the world and it's the group of fringe coaches in the NFL, right? Because I've, I've wondered this. How is this going to impact coaches in the NFL? Because what is happening with this 17th game is it's now eliminated your safety net, right? The safety net is gone, right? Like there, there, is, no, there is no safety net. It's gone. And I say that because of this. Eight and eight. If you finish 8-8 eight and eight as a coach, you notice how it's never, oh, he didn't have a winning season. It's always, well, he's never had a losing season. Like, you notice that? Like, when you finish 8-8, eight and eight, like, no, like it's, it's, it's not often that people go, oh, well, he didn't even have a winning season. No, 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 no. 
they come back with, hey, man, the guy's never had a losing season. Do you know that? Like, if he finishes 8-8 eight and eight five years in a row, the discussion is, dude, the guy never had a losing season as a coach. I mean, that's impressive. I mean, it's, it's the equivalent to the I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed gray area. Like, just give me one or the other. You're either pissed off or you're not. Don't give me the I'm just disappointed. Because it's like, okay, what's... I mean, what, is, what does that mean? Like, can, can you just spit it out? What is it? What are you upset about? What are you? No, I'm not. I'm just disappointed. No, no, no. You're, something is bothering you. All right. Don't feed me the crap. All right. You're clearly, but it's just, it's one of those gray areas. It's that shade of gray. You're kind of like, come on, man. Can we get some resolution here? That's eight and eight. Eight and eight for a coach is that shady gray area. And if you're one of those coaches on the hot seat, eight and eight is your saving grace. If you can go 8-8 eight and eight with your job on the line or potentially on the line, you can look back and go, hey, man, you know, I, I, you know, 500 coach. I mean, you know, listen, a couple of things go our way. You know, we could be 10 and 6. But, like, nobody ever rounds down to 6 and 10. You know, like, it's always a, you're 8-8. Eight and eight, It could be 9 and 7. Like, nobody ever rounds down. It's always looked at positively. Well, you know, it doesn't have a losing season. Like, full disclosure, and I say this because I've used this tactic – all right, so I, I, I have used this before. I have defended Jason Garrett. All right, I have defended Jason Garrett. Uh, there's probably people that are going to drive off the road right now, but I have defended Jason Garrett. I've been on an island alone defending Jason Garrett. And my defense of Jason Garrett consisted of three things. All right, number one, he was with the Cowboys for a decade, and he was 18 games over 500. All right, so that that's 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 one of them. Um, the other defense of Jason Garrett was he only had one losing season in his time in Dallas, and the losing season that he did have was the season in which Tony Romo got hurt and everything fell apart. And I believe Matt Castle and Darren McFadden were uh, were making up the backfield for the Dallas Cowboys that year. Uh, Darren McFadden, uh, I believe uh, uh, Danny G has four or five Darren McFadden jerseys uh, from back when he was with the Raiders. Uh, but okay. Only two. Okay. So it's white only and two. a black jersey. He's only got, by the way, the white jerseys with the silver – are the best-looking jerseys in the NFL. Amen. They should, they should roll with that every single game. I, I think that's the best-looking jersey in the NFL. Now, whether or not Danny's got that in a Darren McFadden, we're not sure. All right, but we will get the answer to that before the end of the show. But that's the only Jason Garrett losing season. So, so my argument for Jason Garrett has consisted of three things. Number one, 18 games over 500 in a decade. Number two... Only one losing season his entire time there. And number three, he was eight and eight four times. <laughs> like, that's that's my go-to. That's my protector. Oh, man, Jason Garrett's overrated. No, man, he's only had, uh, you know, he's only had uh, one losing season. What are you talking about? He had four eight and eight seasons, right? Four of them. Four safety nets during his time there. 40% of his time in Dallas was a 500 record. But I would use that as my argument for Jason Garrett. Well, he's only got one losing season. Well, if he had played during this 17th game schedule, this 17-game schedule, who knows? Maybe all of a sudden Jason Garrett's got two or three more losing seasons, and maybe his time in Dallas doesn't go 10 years. Maybe he's out in six. This impacts a coach. Jeff Fisher... Five times he was 8-8 eight eight as a coach. 
had he played his 17th game and we're looking at, at eight and nine instead and it's a sub 500 year, maybe Jason Garrett gets pushed or maybe Jeff Fisher gets pushed out early. The 17-game schedule is either going to highlight or it's going to expose teams, and it's going to expose coaches moving forward. Either you're going to be highlighted or you're going to get exposed. It's like the standalone games. I call it standalone syndrome in the NFL. Whenever there's a standalone game, you know who doesn't want to be on standalone television? Teams that have been flying under the radar as bad football teams. They don't want any part of it. Because we all do this. We could not pay attention to something for the longest time. All of a sudden, it's presented in a standalone setup with no other competition and nothing else going on. And next thing you know, all the warts, all the ugliness, all the bad plays, all the mistakes, all of that plays out nationally. And you become destroyed by people in the media. Because now it's on center stage for everybody to see your flaws. Standalone syndrome. Now everybody sees what your flaws are. You know, you can be protected. You can, you know, it's a safety in numbers. You can be protected in, you know, in the early slate of games in the NFL. But all of a sudden they put you on Monday night, bad things happen. Chip Kelly got fired in Philadelphia. When was that? After a primetime game and they lost to their division rival. He had a winning record at that time. Season wasn't even over. They fired him after an ugly loss in primetime to a division rival. I remember a couple of years ago, the Cincinnati Bengals walked away from their offensive coordinator after the second week of the season. Why? Because they played on a Thursday night, they looked terrible, and he had to go. So just think about that. They gave him a week and a half. Dude, if you knew he was on, he was that close to getting fired, why didn't you just do it before the season? What, a week and a half changed your mind? No, it's because they were embarrassed on national TV, and it exposed them. This 17th game is going to expose coaches who have been kind of floating around the 500 mark because now teams are going to look at them and go, all right, that's a losing season, losing season. Yeah, you know, this is going to speed up the clock here. So in a profession that doesn't get a whole lot of uh, you know, wiggle room here, they don't cut them a whole lot of slack because you get a couple of years. Sometimes you only get one if you're Steve Wilkes in Arizona, but you get a couple of years. Or if you're Cam Cameron in, in Miami years ago, you got one year. But in a profession where they don't cut you a lot of slack, all right, we need to see results. You've now added that 17th game, which is going to bring a lot of teams from that not having a losing record to, dude, you're a sub-500 coach. And it's going to speed up the process even more. Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis here on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage here on FSR. Uh, you can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next, um, there is uh, something, I believe it's underreported. All right, this is an underreported story in the world of sports. We will have that for you next here on FSR. Coming up uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, it is a, uh, the circus is in town. Uh, one NFL team was turned into the circus. Uh, we will tell you who who that team is coming up uh, 10 minutes from now right here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Bradley Beal uh, is unbelievable. He's leading the NBA in scoring. Uh, he's been fantastic all year long. They're not a good team. Uh, I have no idea where the hell they'd be if Bradley Beal weren't a member of the Washington Wizards. Um, and it's why a lot of people have said, dude, he's got to get out of there. He's got, he's got to move on. He was constantly there with John Wall for years and years, and now they've sort of just given him the franchise, and he's been rolling. He's leading the NBA's 
scoring. He had 46 on Sunday night. Uh, he's been fantastic. But I was thinking about this. And I and look, before if anybody's going to take this too seriously, all right, just relax. All right, everything's going to be fine. Relax. All right, this is uh, it's the morning. We're trying to set you in a good mood. All right, so I don't mean this as a literal tragedy or or a travesty. I just mean this as a you know, it kind of sucks for for some people. So Zion Williamson and and we were talking about this on Friday. Like he's one of my favorite players in the NBA because I like the fact that he does it differently. He sco- he's he's top he's 11th in the league in scoring and he hardly shoots threes. Like it's just not in his game. So he's just getting to the basket. It's old school. It's how it's how it used to be back in the day before the invention of the three-point shot and all that stuff. But the other thing about Zion is that he's not 21. Like he's still not 21. Like, the dude's not going to be 21 for months. So he's a 20-year-old, and he's doing all this in the in the NBA. And instead of breaking down, it just, uh, hey, man, well, what's, uh, you, know, you know, what do you think uh, uh, Zion's going to do moving forward and all that stuff? I, it just got me thinking about this. Of all the people who got the shaft socially during the pandemic in the last year, how about all the people that turned 21? I mean, what a kick in the balls to turn. T- like, 21 is the rite of passage. It's the time when you can say bye-bye to your fake ID, and you can walk into a bar, and the bouncer gives you the look like, oh, man, this whole time you weren't 21, and they let you in anyways. because like, oh, you got us, and you come on in, and you just get mangled. It, it, it's what you do at 21 years old. How many people turned 21 in this country over the past year? And had to sit around in the house and do the exact same thing they've been doing since they were probably 16 or 17. No bar hopping. No nothing. Like nothing. Roberta, do you remember your 21st birthday? You remember where you went? Did you stay home and party with family or did you go out to a bar? Uh, I went to Vegas. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's 21. Danny, do you remember your 21st birthday? Do you remember where you went? Did you go out to a bar or did you stay home with the family? It's fuzzy. Uh, but you no, went out, I went, right? Yeah, I went out to a bar. Yeah, you had to. When I turned and, 18, I, mean, I went to TJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let me tell you, I hope that was the last time you went. <laughs> that, that's a, uh, hey, man. I, that's awesome. When, 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 people when he approach- was 16, his parents threw him a party. He became a man. They gave him a Pinto with a big <laughs> bow on say, it. I was 16 when I went hey, to TJ. Roberta, my brother's Roberta. fake ID. Hey, did you have a quinceanera? Be honest. Uh, no, did, come on. Yeah, did you have a quinceanera? <laughs> uh, but, but Eddie Garcia, do you remember your twenty-first birthday? Do you remember where you went? Uh, I'm sure I didn't. I can't remember honestly. But, it must not but, have been that eventful. All right, but had to on, have been Eddie. a Fresno bar. Come on, Eddie. Fresno. I mean, bar. I was drinking way before twenty-one, so it wasn't a big deal I was when I turned I was 21. So okay, he was drinking when he was twelve. There it is, folks. Uh, I hope kids uh, on their that. way to school. <laughs> yeah, There's Roberto drinking since he I, was twelve. I, look, I grew up in farm country. <laughs> I had nothing else to do. I mean, it is is Dub there? Yeah. Dub, do you remember your twenty-first birthday? Yeah, I was down in Auburn, Alabama, bar hopping all night long. You had, like, that's the thing. When you turn 21, you got to get out to the bars. It's all the stuff that, you, that you've either done with a fake ID that you felt guilty about or the stuff that, that you did and you were like, oh, my God, I'm going to get in trouble. It's stress-free. It's so much fun. 
all the people that turned 21 this year, they got none of that. There's probably some 21-year-old that, that's still paranoid about COVID who's still never been to a bar. He's still walking around with the same fake ID he's been using for three years. And and has and I'm just thinking to my and I don't know why there's like certain people that have, that have really gotten the shaft, all right. And we understand you know the seriousness of all this stuff, right? So not everybody take this this segment all that serious. But I just thought to myself, how many people were sitting around in their house, you know, like like eating a bag of Funyuns with the same people they've been drinking at home with for years and years, and their parents probably tried to throw them some half-ass kager at home. Everybody's got a mask on at social distance, and they can't partake in any of the fun with a drive-by parade. Oh, my God. <laughs> so lame. You mentioned, like, a drive-by 21st birthday? No. I, it's like going to a strip club in a straitjacket. What's the point? Better be some drive-by tequila shots. Yeah, no kidding. What's the point? Exactly, and and the, the waitress that tilts your head back and blows the whistle the whole time. <laughs> like, like, that's what you need. Like, what's the point of a drive-by 21st birthday party? Like, I think this is what should happen. Anybody who couldn't celebrate their 21st birthday during the pandemic, I think you should get a redo. I think you should be able to celebrate your 22nd birthday like it's your 21st and just go all in. Do like Dub was doing uh, back in, in Alabama and just go bar hopping. I mean, just did you throw up on your 21st, Dub? Uh, probably, yeah. Okay. I threw up yeah, a lot I, in college. Yeah, I just like <laughs> my my 21st, I actually had to like carry my friend out of the bar because he got in a fight with his ex-girlfriend and it was just a bad scene. So I actually couldn't get all the all the way hammered. But I just I, I thought about it. I'm like, man, Zion's going to turn 21. I was like, I wonder how many people turned 21 this year who just didn't get to enjoy it. Just was ripped from them. Just ripped out of their cold hands. It's terrible. All right, Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis here. Fox Sports Radio from the Farmers Insurance Outkick Studios. Coming up next here on FSR, uh, the circus is in town for one team in the NFL. I can't even believe this is actually most likely going to happen next season. We'll have that for you next here on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, the NFL is going to look much, much different. We are going to get a different look, a different feel, a different vibe, and we'll tell you how we got here. That coming up uh, a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. Uh, there was a report out. Now, there's a lot of teams out there that, that want a quarterback, a lot of teams out there in the NFL that need a quarterback. It is, it's already been crazy. If you just think about it, I mean, we've had how many quarterbacks move already just in this short time? Um, you saw the season wasn't even over. And you had Jared Goff and Matt Stafford get traded for each other. Then you had uh, Carson Wentz get dealt to the Indianapolis Colts. Like, there's just this this movement at the quarterback position that we've never seen before. And movement at the quarterback position in which teams have a ton invested into them. I mean, what what the the Rams and what the Eagles did, the Eagles taking on that sort of dead cap hit just to move on from Carson Wentz. Like, there's a lot of this stuff that's happening. And then you've got all the rumors that are out there. Deshaun Watson, they're still trying to figure out what the hell's happening there. Um, uh, you know, the, the Russell Wilson situation in Seattle is just awkward. It's a weird, weird thing that's happening there. And then you've got these other quarterbacks that are a tier below. Marcus Mariota is a guy that some teams, based on the one game we got to see Mariota play last year where he looked pretty good, um, 
you're seeing some teams look at that and go, okay, well, maybe that's a guy we could make a move for. And then, of course, you've got the draft, uh, which teams are going to take a quarterback. To me, it's a foregone conclusion. Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one to Jacksonville. And then I think the draft starts number two with, with the Jets. And I have this funny feeling the Jets are going to keep Sam Darnold. I just have this funny feeling they're going to keep Darnold and they're going to try and build around him. And I think the Jets are going to look to move back. I think the Jets are going to look at this as an opportunity for a quarterback star franchise to give up a grip of picks to try and move back. And and somebody that's going to fall in love with Zach Wilson or going to fall in love with Justin Fields or going to fall in love. Like, I just have this feeling the Jets are going to make the move and, and try and trade back and, and just go forward with Sam Darnold and try and really build around him. I just, that's just gut feeling. That's what it tells you. But that being said, there's all sorts of movement and teams that are interested in quarterbacks and interested in upgrading at the position. And then you have the Chicago bears. (laughs) Ah, the ringling brothers of the NFL, the ringling brothers, uh, three ring circus at the quarterback position in the NFL, because a report has come out that uh, it is a very real possibility that Nick Foles will be the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears next season. All right. Now, uh, if you need a refresher on Nick Foles, uh, Nick Foles, uh, while most people would point to the Super Bowl he won and the MVP he won, um, I'm more of a let's point to the most recent history. Um, I think that's how you get a better idea of of how things were. It's like, you know, I I mean – you know, when you when you leave a relationship, um, it's one thing to romanticize the past. It's also one thing to talk about the exit. Right. So, um, you know, she may have been a wonderful person in the beginning who did really nice things for you. Uh, but in the end, uh, when you find out that she's having an affair, uh, you know, with the uh, the neighbor's dog, then you, you sort of t- that takes on a gravity of its own. And you should focus on that more than what happened previously, in my opinion. Now, maybe you're different. That's just how I look at it. Nick Foles' last two stints in the NFL saw him get benched for Gardner Minshew. Make no mistake, got benched, got injured, and then was brought back and then benched again. Got benched for Gardner Minshew and then was outplayed by Mitch Trubisky. Right? Those are the two. Last two. We can point to the Super Bowl all we want. I want the most recent examples, and that's what I got. The offense was worse with Nick Foles at quarterback than it was Mitch Trubisky. In fact, I have heard from people that were at training camp last year, nobody could figure out why they were waiting to name Mitch Trubisky the starter because he outplayed Nick Foles all through training camp. He was the better quarterback all through camp. And they kept waiting and waiting and waiting, and finally they just said, all right, Mitch is the quarterback. And then the first chance they got, Matt Nagy benched him and put in Nick Foles. And Nick Foles was awful. And so how do the Bears improve their quarterback position? As only the Bears can, the solution might end up being we're going to take the worst of the two quarterbacks from a year ago and make him the starter this next season. (laughs) You can't even make this up. You can't even make this up. And it's a real possibility. 
because they didn't they weren't able to make it happen with Carson Wentz. Uh, they probably don't have the capital to make a move for Deshaun Watson, and they probably don't have the ability to make a move for Russell Wilson. So what's the solution? And they're too far down in the draft to draft a franchise guy. They are the circus of quarterbacks in the NFL, the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!